It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. Yay! So happy. Okay, this is uh, this is the ten episode. You know, I think I think tomorrow's episode is gonna kind of be the ten episode part two. The tenanine. Uh, maybe, yeah, I think it's pretty much just these two episodes, because um, it, it's a whole lot of uh, prefixes that mean 10 in different ways, um, various ways, different uses. Yeah, so it's it's all about 10, baby. It's also the top of page 321. The first word is the second form of decadent, D-E-C-A-D-E-N-T. Noun from 1886. One. One of a group of late 19th century French and English writers tending toward artificial and unconventional subjects. Oh my god, my phone totally just fell on the floor. <laughs> and I didn't even finish the sentence. Unconventional subjects and subtilized style? Subtilized Subtilized style. I don't know what that word is. All right, phone. I think you're just going to have to stay down there. Goodbye. Uh, Good thing it's got a case on it. Okay, so we saw in yesterday's episode, number two for decadent was of relating to or having the characteristics of the decadence. So this was the adjective form. And today we have the noun form. These are the decadence. Late 19th century, so we're looking at the end of the 1800s, French and English writers. And they like to write about artificial subjects, unconventional subjects, and whatever a subtilized style is. So maybe we will post a link in the show notes about, uh, I don't know, maybe an example of one of these, or maybe who somebody, one of these writers were. Maybe there's a whole article about the decadence. And uh, artificial or conventional subjects. And I wonder why they were called the decadence. Uh, You know, we learned yesterday it was all about decline and decay. So was that this sort of idea that they were going with? Number two, one that is decadent. A person, a dessert, a kitty cat. I just saw my cat over there, so that's why I thought a kitty cat. Can a kitty cat be decadent? She says no. All right, uh, we will do diddly 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 diddly. Next is decaf. And now this is not about 10. Noun from 1961, decaffeinated coffee. Is, that's what it is. It's just short for decaffeinated because people do not do not have time to say, can I please have a decaffeinated coffee, please? Please, please? Just decaf. And we know what you're talking about. Next is decaffeinated. Ooh, this is a fun word to spell. D-E-C-A-F-F-E-I-N-A-T-E-D. Decaffeinated. Let's see, you can say decaffeinated. 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 F or fee. Adjective from 1921. So wait a minute. Oh, okay. Having the caffeine removed, as in decaffeinated coffee or decaffeinated tea 
And uh, so, yeah, sometimes people just don't want no caffeine in their coffee or their tea or their other thing. You got to get rid of the caffeine. How do they do it? I don't know. Maybe I'll post a link in the show notes so you can read about that process. And, uh, and then 40 years later, people realized that they did not have to say decaffeinated the whole time. They could just say decaf. Next is decagon. Noun from circa 1639. A plain polygon of 10 angles and 10 sides. Decagon. See, there's the 10. This is the first one that we're officially seeing in this episode that's, that's related to 10. Um, there is a great kids song from They Might Be Giants called Nonagon, N-O-N-agon, and that goes through the different shapes from three sides through nine sides, because nonagon is nine. And uh, it, it's, it's one of my favorites of their kids' songs, um, because musically it's just a whole lot of fun. But they stopped right before they got to decagon, so this one doesn't get to be in the song. The nonagon. The nonagon. Decagon, decagon. The Decagon wasn't invited to the party. That's not how the song goes. Next is Decagram, noun from 1810. And the synonym is Decagram with a K instead of a C. So, you know, this must be 10 grams. This is the weight, gram. But why... Does it take you to the main definition with a K? Why is the K version more important than the C version? Does it get more used? Not in my world. I don't ever use either one in my world, actually. Next is decahedron. Decahedron. D-E-C-A-H-E-D-R-O-N. Noun from circa 1828, the plural could be decahedrons with an S or decahedra with an A. This is a polyhedron of 10 faces. So I think this is, if this is a 3D object, if I am not mistaken, a 3D object that has 10 faces, unlike the decagon, which is a plain polygon that's flat. It's on a plane. And that one is 2D, two dimensions, not three dimensions. And that's got 10 sides and 10 angles. Like dodecahedron, we'll probably see that later. That's got 12 faces. That's, a, uh, that's a, a th- another 3D object. Are there any naturally occurring decahedrons? Next. Decal or de- decal. Decal. In Canada, the Canadians, they, they like to say decal or decal. One of those. We say decal or decal, and they say decal, I think. Canadians, let me know if I'm correct. Noun from 1937. A picture, design, or label made to be transferred from specially prepared paper. Transferred from specially prepared paper. And you're typically putting it on glass. 
I think a lot of us are aware of what decals are, but did you know, did you know that this is short for decalcomania? Decalcomania, D-E-C-A-L-C-O-M-A-N-I-A. And we are going to see that word in this episode very soon. So that is what decal is short for. And I had no idea because I they probably, uh, similar to decaffeinated, they were like, oh, decalcomania, decalcomania. And then real quick, they were like, no, we can't say this whole word every time. Nobody even knows what this word is. No, not this. Let's just say decal. Is there a decaf decal? Decalcification is next. Decalcification. Noun from 1859. The removal or loss of calcium or calcium compounds. And examples of those would be bones or soil. So your bones got a lot of calcium in them, and if they are being decalcified, they're going through decalcification, and you probably don't want them to be decalcified. Decalcify is a transitive verb. Uh, But yeah, I guess soil, there's calcium in soil, and if you want less calcium in the soil, I don't know if calcium is a good thing or a bad thing in soil, but if you want to get rid of it, you got to decalcify it. Next is this fun word, decalcomania. Decalcomania. This is the fun one from decal. Noun from 1864. One, the art or process of transferring pictures and designs from specially prepared paper as to glass. And that is virtually identical to the one that we read before with decal, which is the thing that goes that is transferred onto glass from specially prepared paper. And this is the art or process of doing, putting the decal on the glass. Number two, the synonym is decal. Okay. The etymology, it's from French, from decalcaire, which means to copy by tracing, to copy by tracing, and that is from de plus calcare, C-A-L-Q-U-E-R. And that word means to trace. So when you add the D-E, it goes from to trace to to copy by tracing. It is also from the Italian calcare. And that literally means to tread. So to tread, like you're treading on a thing. I guess tracing is kind of like you're treading the thing over another thing. And then, and then lastly, they added many, M-A-N-I-E, which means mania. Um, and there's more at the word caulk, C-A-U-L-K. I don't know how caulk is related to this. I don't know where mania comes from. I've, I've, I've heard mania used in a variety of ways, and I'm sure one of them makes sense, but it's not one that's coming to my brain. Um, maybe the machine could be called the decalcomania. I don't know. I feel like we got to post a link in the show notes about this process. And yeah, yeah, interesting. And I wonder what the process of making decals was like back in the 30s and the 40s. Not like it is today, probably. Today, you could just make a thing on the computer and print it up on on paper that's sticky. Next is decaliter. Deca 
and then L-I-T-E-R, noun from 1810. The synonym, we saw this with decagram, it's decaliter with a K. So I guess that gets used more? I don't feel like it gets used more in America, but maybe other places. 10 liters is a decaliter. That's big. There's two liter bottles of sodi pop. So what? So 10, that's a, that's a big jug decaliter. They probably you measure like wine and whiskeys and things in decaliters. Next is decalogue or decalogue. D-E-C-A-L-O-G-U-E. Noun from the 14th century. Number one is capitalized. Decalogue. And the synonym is Ten Commandments. So the Ten Commandments are also called the Decalogue. I don't know why, but we will learn about that in the etymology. Two, a basic set of rules carrying binding authority. So not just the Ten Commandments, but anything that's just a set of rules has now become called Decalogue. Even though it's probably not Ten Rules, they, they, they screwed up the name. So yeah, this is from the Greek dekalogos, which is from deka, which we know means ten, and then the word logos, which means word. So, and then there's more of the word legend. So you could argue it's ten words, but it's ten things that have words, the ten commandments, because there's more than ten words in the ten commandments, I believe. Maybe commandments, it just became, words, words became commandments. Words to live by. Next is decameter. First form noun from 1810. Again, the synonym is decameter with a K. Had no idea the K version was so important. 10 meters. So that is going to be over 30 feet, probably close to 35 feet maybe. Uh, Yeah, a decameter, if you like the feet version instead. Next is decameter, second form, noun from 1821. A line of verse consisting of 10 metrical feet. It's, it's poetry, it's writing, and 10 metrical feet, I still don't fully understand. There's meters and feats in the words, things, and uh, yeah, I just don't know that world so well, so I can't give you some better explanation but you can go learn about it. Next is another fun word, decamethonium. Decamethonium. D-E-C-A-M-E-T-H-O-N-I-U-M. Noun from circa 1949. A synthetic ion used in the form of either its bromide or iodide salts C16H38Br2N2 or C16H38I2N2. So that one, the first one would be the bromide version, and the second version would be the iodide version. So it's a synthetic ion used in the form of either bromide or iodide, iodide, iodide salts as a skeletal muscle relaxant, and then also just either of these salts. Um, decamethonium, yeah. It's deca plus 
the meth from methylene and the onium from onium. Where does the deca come from? Is there 10, 10 things? I don't see 10 things in here, but maybe there's 10 somewhere in there. Next is decametric. Adjective from 1950 of relating to or being a radio wave of high frequency. So deca, it's decameter plus IC, so we get decametric, and that is from the wavelength range between 1 and 10 decameters. So yeah, this gets into wavelengths. So literally the size of the wavelength is between 1 and 10 decameters. That's a very large wavelength. You don't get to see these because these are radio waves. They're invisible to the human eye, um, but they're they're very big. And, uh, you know, if you go to your radio, those are all different radio frequencies. And some, some are small waves and some are big waves, and they all travel in these different sort of channel-y things. And, I mean, that's out there. And then you can send signals in those ranges. That's fascinating that people could figure this stuff out. Um so it's uh, related to the radio wave of high frequency. It has a high frequency. It's a large wave. Are those the same things? Can it be? I don't know. But yeah, it's a big wave. Maybe there must be bigger waves. I don't know. How does that compare to, so like FM 94.7, is that 94? What does that relate to? I don't know. I got to do some research. I should know this. Next is decamp, or decamp. This is an intransitive verb from 1676. One, to break up a camp. We're breaking it down, no more. Tear the tents down, just, just throw them out. Put out the fire, take the marshmallows, and just leave. Decamp time. Two, to depart suddenly. And the synonym is abscond, A B. S-C-O-N-D. Uh-oh, gotta go. It's time to decamp. Decampment is a noun. Uh, yeah, this is just from Middle French. De, de compare, which is from de plus compare, which means to camp, and I don't speak French, so apologies on that. It's to camp, and then you're undoing the camping. Next is decane, D-E-C-A-N-E, noun from circa 1875, any of several isometric liquid alkanes, C10H22. And uh, it does say it's using the deca prefix, and there are 10 of the carbons, so that makes sense. Still don't understand why decamethonium has the 10 in there. One more word for this episode. Decant, or just decant. D-E-C-A-N-T. This is a transitive verb. Yes, I think it is just that. From 1633. One, to draw off without disturbing the sediment or the lower liquid layers. So you're taking some off the top, but you're leaving the rest of it normal. 
And the, the example is a liquid. You're drawing off a liquid without disturbing the sediment at the bottom or the lower liquid layers. Uh, wine is the first thing that, of course, comes to mind. Two, to pour from one vessel into another. You pour from the wine bottle into probably a decanter, which is going to be in tomorrow's episode. Uh, you pour it into that, and the process of pouring into a new vessel is decant. Three, to pour out, transfer, or unload as if by pouring. Unload as if by pouring, so it's not pouring, but it's like pouring. Or pour out. Decantation is a noun. This is from New Latin decantare, which is the day plus cantus, which means edge. Hmm, that's interesting. Edge? Uh, from Latin, it's an iron ring around a wheel. Iron ring round a wheel. And there's more at the word can't. Just not you can't do something, but can't. Now, I, I need to remind myself, I think, of what this one means specifically. I do actually kind of remember the whole, like, iron wheel around a thing thing. Uh, let's see. We Okay, we are very close. That must be what it is. And so, um, yeah, this is starting to come back to me a little bit. Can't, 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 can't. Oh, it's all the way back here. Oh, my God, there's six forms of can't. Uh, can't oblique. Got to read it super fast. There's iron tire, corner niche, external angle, oblique. Can't, uh, can't, corner skin, Klein, can't. Oh, wine and sing song, can't, jargon. There's too much. There's too much. I don't know. But yeah, something about edge or corner. How that became pouring from one vessel to another, I'm not sure. You're de-taking it. You're taking it from the cant over here and putting it into another cant, I guess. All right. That was not very helpful to anybody. So the words. Word, word, word of the episode. Word, word, word of the episode. We got to pick one of these words. Decadent, decaf. Decaffeinated, decagon, decagram, decahedron, decal, decalcification, decalcomania. I got the mania for the decals. Decaliter, decalogue, decameter, decameter, decamethonium, decametric, decamp, decane, no, decane, decant. I also forgot to mention during decalogue, there is a... I don't know if you could call it a TV show. It's like a limited series kind of thing. I think it was made in Poland or Eastern Europe somewhere. Uh, and it's called the Decalogue. And it's 10, 10 mm, movies. Maybe they're like an hour or so each. I don't remember. And uh, each one, I don't think each one is related to a specific of the te- one of the 10 commandments. I don't think it's like, I don't think there's a matchup. I think that they're just generally sort of inspired by the Ten Commandments. Um, and I somebody bought this for me on DVD, and I think I only watched one or two, and uh, I didn't get around to watching the rest, and I think I maybe gave it away to somebody. But it's probably something I should watch. I think it might be kind of interesting. I think it was all very serious, though, so I, I typically like the, the sillier things. Uh, so that's Decalogue. That's not probably what I'm picking as the word of the episode. 
although I think there are some there's some good ideas in the Ten Commandments. I think most of us can agree with at least some of them. Um, let's see, decadenticap. Deca, I do like a decahedron. Hmm, deck that's kind of cool. Although deck decalcomania is just a this is just a great word. And it's a fun, fun thing to put decals on things. We all love our stickers and decals. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll pick that. Decalcomania. I got the decalcomania because I put the decals on all my stuff, my water bottle and my laptop and my stuff. I could have come up with something better, but I didn't. All right, that is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you so much, so much. Are all the th- All the thanks are going to you. Uh, Until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.